if you've ever thought about, considered, or maybe right now you have a podcast, this is the episode for you. Let's start the show. Welcome back to In My Own Words. I am your host, Tony R. Sanders. Happy Monday, everybody. So glad to have you all here. Man, what a Monday it is. First of all, it's so one of the funny things about doing a podcast. This whole episode, we're going to talk about doing a podcast because it has come to my attention that people want to talk to me and want to hear me talk more about the podcast. More on that in a second. But what's funny about recording a podcast is that you very rarely record media on the day that you release it. As a matter of fact, almost never. <laughs> Normally when you're watching something, it was recorded days, weeks, months, sometimes in longer content, films and TV shows, sometimes a year or years before you, the viewer, actually see it. And so right now, this is actually Sunday night. It's 8-12, which means the All-Star Game is on. And instead of watching the All-Star Game, at least the first half of it, I'm sitting here with you guys bringing you content because we love this. I love watching LeBron and Giannis Antetokounmpo and James Harden. I just wanted to say that name. I wanted to see if I can get it out there. Got it. Probably didn't get it right. If I didn't get it right, let me know. <laughs> let me know in the comments if I post this clip to YouTube, to Twitter, to Instagram, Facebook Watch. Let me know if I got it right or wrong. Giannis Attentacupo, I think is how you say it. But anyway, I would love to watch them. But what I love even more is feeding you guys valuable information that could hopefully make your business better, make your life better, and make your content better. I love, love doing that. So it's been brought to my attention that you guys want me to talk more, at least some of you guys want me to talk more about content creation and podcasting, which is stuff that I do all the time anyway, um, but haven't focused a lot on that on the podcast. And so we are going to be doing that on the podcast. But it's actually Sunday night, but you're listening to this on Monday or thereafter. That's another thing, too. I'm saying Monday as if, you're going to, everyone's going to watch this. Everyone who will ever watch this watched it on a Monday. That's not true either. Here's a tip for you. If you're doing a podcast, if you're doing a podcast, how about we just stay away from the day of the week? How about we just, how about we just scratch that? Although the majority of the people who enjoy this podcast will listen to it Monday, Monday morning. So I feel comfortable saying that. But anyway, happy Monday. Welcome to the show. Um, I've been getting some DMs about the podcast work that I do. This podcast, some of the other uh, ventures that some of you guys may not know that I'm a part of, but behind the scenes, some people know that I'm a part of. As I venture out and I work with other people, um, you know, talking about their social media accounts and growing their their following. When I talk about their business, when I talk about the things that they have going on, whether it's getting them on the podcast to interview them or other various partnerships or relationships, um, it's so interesting to talk about content with people. And here's one thing that you should know. Sometimes when you are good at something, when something comes natural to you or when something just works in the flow and the process of your mind, the way that you articulate things or the way that your brain uh, processes or downloads things, it's so natural to you. It's so easy to take that for granted and think that it's not a gift or think that it's not something that is a little abstract or outside of what is considered, quote unquote, normal, right? 
Um, it's so easy to overlook your gifts because it's the things that you do with the least amount of effort, right? And so you have to be aware of your gifts, lean into your gifts, and maximize your gifts. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we talk about podcasting. But just think about that. Think about the things that, that bring you joy, that you do, that are special about you, that you can do really, really well with the least amount of effort. That doesn't mean that you only put forth the least amount of effort. You give a full effort, but think about those things and think about how you're utilizing those things to make your life better, the life of those around you better, and the world as a whole better. That's what we're supposed to do with our gifts. That's what we're supposed to do with our talents. So that's free. You didn't even come for that. I just dropped that in there on you. You know what I'm saying? I just I just splashed a little bit on there. I just took that little Salt Bay angle and just dropped it on you. <laughs> this is why you love this podcast. We can talk about business. We can talk about life and leadership and self-development and also talk about pop culture and also have fun and also just, you know, relax, relax. I was reading... Um, on Google's website, they talk about their core values, right? And uh, I'm building an organization, which we'll talk about at a later date. But just know that this year, I'm going to be launching a new organization. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be coming very soon. I will even say within the next six months, you're going to hear a lot, 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 a lot about it. But I was looking at their core values, and I'm starting to identify my core values, right? There's always these principles that I live by, but just putting words to them to be able to communicate them to a team and then to a customer base and an audience is a different process. So I was looking at uh, their Google's core values and one that I loved so much, and I didn't steal it, but I wanted to, but it was, you don't have to wear a suit to be professional. And I love that so much, right? Because there is this idea of professionalism right and you know you have to look a certain way and dress a certain way as if that has an impact on the level of work that you deliver now I do believe in if you look good you feel good right I'm I grew up in sales right I, I believe that if you look good and you feel good you sell good even when I was doing telecommunication sales over the phone I was the guy that stood up in the call center and wouldn't take my seat because I understood the impact that my posture and my body and my energy had on my communication over the phone. And so I wanted to keep that motivation until I got my first sale. Then I could sit down but try to sit with good posture and make sure that I was projecting my voice in the right way. I think a lot of my work in tele telecommunications and sales in that facet helps with the podcast. Because it's kind of the same thing. Instead of looking at a computer, I'm looking into a camera, still talking into a microphone, still talking to a human that I can't see, trying to sell you on ideas that I think would actually help you, right? Because you have to sell a product that you believe in, and this podcast is a product that I believe in. And so I love that they're saying you don't have to wear a suit to be professional. That doesn't mean that you go in and you look like a slouch or whatever, but we have to break down the barriers, especially going forward as millennials become 75% of the workforce. I learned that stat this week. In five years, millennials, us, we will be 75% of the workforce. We're coming, boomers. We are coming. You better be ready for us. Um, we don't have to wear a suit. I could not wear a suit and still deliver the same quality of work with the suit. 
take this. Let's do let's do an experiment. If you are sold on the suit thing and you're watching this or listening to this right now, let's do an experiment. Take the worst producer in your office. You work in a sales office. You work in a technology firm. You work. You sell a SaaS product. Wherever you HR marketing communications. Take the worst person in your department. Go out, buy them a two thousand. Matter of fact, buy them a three thousand dollar suit, the best one you can find. Get it all tailored and make sure it matches and all of that. Bring them to work the next day and see how much their production increases. Now, here's what I imagine would happen. I imagine that they would feel better about themselves and they would probably do better that day because they're wearing a suit and they feel like someone cares about them and they love them and they're supporting them, right? They're going out of their way to do something special for them. Maybe they'll perform better that day, but here's the thing. It has very little to do with the actual suit than the care and recognition. That's what we should be focusing on in the workplace, not whether or not you wear a suit. Okay? So just wanted to throw that out there. Again, another another free tip, right? Just right over there, another free tip. But when I was looking at their core values and developing my own, I love that one. But I love that when you looked at their core values, you can tell what they were trying to achieve, what their mission was as a business. And although I'm not going to tell you guys what the business and the organization I'm working on right now is, I will tell you one of the core values. Actually, if you listen to the last episode with Jeremy Miller, shout out to Jeremy, super bright kid. The the conversations that I've had about Jeremy after the podcast release, even to today from people that I didn't even even know listened to the podcast, we're talking about Jeremy Miller, um, just incredible. So shout out to Jeremy. But I, uh, if you watch that episode, I mentioned them on there. I mentioned two of them, live your story and uh, share your story. My third one, uh, one of my three of my four, my third one is swallow your own medicine. That means that all the advice that you give, all the things that I, well, I would have done this or I should have done this or before you, you know, open your mouth to say what you should have done, why don't you do what you're telling someone else to do? There's a lot of people Myself included, I've been included in this on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, saying what you should do, whether it's negative or motivational. They're saying you should do this and you should do that and you should do this. And on the other side of that phone, the person that's typing that is afraid to do what they're telling you to do. There's a difference between knowing what's right and executing what's right. And I want to be an executor. And so I give a lot of advice. I give a lot of tips out. I want to do a better job of following my tips. And a lot of it starts with this podcast. And so earlier this week, I had a carousel. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you should definitely follow me on Instagram. I do these carousels. Um, I try to do one once a day, Monday through Friday. I even snuck out one on Saturday uh, this week. But I do these carousels and I talk about different social media tips, right? The the one is the perfect Valentine for your business. You should check that one out. The one is why social media fast could help your business. But here's one about what to consider before starting a podcast. And this is the one I want to take a little bit of a deep dive in. So if you if you have a podcast, listen to this because I'm taking I'm swallowing my own medicine too, right? And these tips come from me studying podcasts that have become successful, right? So it's not me being this podcast guru. I'm just a student. And as a student, I learn better if I share. 
right? But a part of sharing is swallowing your own medicine. You got to make sure that you're also taking the medicine that you're prescribing to other people. And so tips before starting a podcast, number one is know your goal. What is your goal with a podcast? What do you want to happen? Now, I'll tell you, with this podcast, in my own words, when we started this last year, I didn't have a goal. The goal was to do, to create. I wanted to create a podcast because I love content creation so much, and I love podcasts, and I said, hey, I think I can do one of those. And so I just did it, right? I wasn't recording at first. If you go back and listen to episodes 1 through 23, you won't find any video footage, just audio, and it evolved from there. But I never really had a goal with a podcast. And the people that, the following that I've built up were kind of just like, Fans of mine, which is great, right? You want to have fans of yours, and it's hard to even call them fans. A lot of them were friends and family members who just enjoy conversations that we've had prior to the podcast or in real life, and they like to hear some of the things that I that I bring up on the podcast, and it makes for a good conversation later. They'll text me later and say, hey, when you said this, I like that or I didn't like that, right? I have some people at work now, they listen to the podcast, and they wait until they see me, and they say, hey, when you were talking about the dogs, I blah, 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 right? And that's cool. But when you uh, start a podcast without a goal, you end up being a podcast that's, quote, unquote, for everybody, Right. That means that any given episode could touch any different demographic, any different person, any part of the world. It sounds cool, but it's actually not because when people come to your podcast, if they don't identify with what you're talking about in those first 15 to 30 seconds, or if they look at the title in the description and they can identify with what you're talking about, they can easily say, well, this podcast isn't for me. Well, you may have done three episodes before that and three episodes after that that maybe they would have liked or maybe they could have benefited from. But since that one wasn't for them, you run off that listener, that listener that could ultimately be a raving fan of yours and and maybe a customer of yours in the future. So know your goal. Is your goal to uh, go on tour? Is your goal to sell merch and just become this big brand? You know, what's your goal? Is your goal to sell more products is your goal to generate more leads is your goal to get more volunteers for your nonprofit know what your goal is i now have a goal for this podcast and so when you look at uh, the podcast and spotify and apple you'll start to see season two season one was just going crazy we were just talking having fun like family like we did if you came to talk to me at a coffee shop just about a random thing this is how it would go Season two, we're going to get more focused. We're going to have our goal because we're swallowing our own medicine, right? So a quest, couple questions to ask. What do I want to happen? What is my end game? And what am I trying to achieve? Those are a couple questions for you to answer. Number two, think about your audience. Think about, okay, now that I know my goal, if my goal is to get more leads or my goal is to get more sponsorships or more volunteers for my event, if my goal is to sell tickets, What audience do I need to be in front of? Do I need to be in front of a 35-year-old Karen who lives in the city, who has an hour-long commute every day, and so I make my episodes an hour long every day and I talk directly to Karen? Or am I more of a Bobby type of guy who lives in the Midwest, who has a 30-minute commute, who works from home twice a week and, you know, needs to listen to a podcast to just motivate him to get through his day? I don't know, right? But you have to know who your audience is and talk directly to them. Here's why. When you're building a relationship 
When you're building an audience with someone, you're building a relationship with someone. That's the thing that we all have to remember. When you're building an audience, you're building a relationship with someone. And it's almost like you're building a one-to-one relationship, but you're multiplying it every single day, right? When I tweet, if you follow me on Twitter at Tony R. Sanders, I'm thinking about a certain type of person. I only want to follow and tweet to that type of person. Now, if someone else finds it valuable, they find it interesting, hey, have at it. Share it, retweet it, like it, follow me, do whatever you want to do. But I'm going to talk directly to that person and build a relationship with that person because we're all unique, but we all, uh, in certain ways, find connections with other people who enjoy what the things that we enjoy, right? So I may be speaking specifically to Karen, but there's a Karen in every county in America. And so now I have, you know, 200,000 Karens following me on Twitter or following me on Instagram. I don't know where Karen is coming from. I think I watched Goodfellas recently, and now Karen <laughs> Karen is just stuck in my mind. But Karen, if you're watching this, hello, welcome. Uh, so you have to know your audience and focus on building an actual relationship with them and not just making a podcast for everyone or making a podcast for whoever will listen, right? So you got to know your audience, know who will listen, why they will benefit from listening. And if you have competitors in your space that do the same thing or talk about some of the things that you like to talk about, go see what they're talking about. Go jump on there and see who their listeners are, see who their viewers are. Uh, Also, you need to know what your value proposition is. When people listen to your podcast, what do you want to walk, what do you want them to walk away with? You have to fill a need gap, right? When you think about your audience, there are tasks that they have to do every single day. There are things that they need to get done in order to live out the dream or finish the work or carry on the mission that they're trying to carry on. Whatever they're trying to achieve, it comes with tasks. And in those tasks, there are things that they can do and they're really good at and there are things that they can't do they're not really good at. And if you can fill the gap of the things that they're not really good at to show them how to get better at those things or show them how to be smarter about those things. Maybe they need to take those things and outsource them. Maybe there's a different way, a different tool that they could use to do those things that they didn't have the patience for, but this tool makes it so much easier, like writing captions on the videos. Like everybody knows that works, but it's so hard to do it. But there's tools out there that will do it for you. Those are the types of things that you want to make sure that you bring that value. So ask yourself, what is my value proposition? Uh, What do I want them to leave with? And why will they come back? That's a really important question. And so I wanted to give you guys those tips. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, um, think about those things and really, really get granular on the details of those things. The more specific you are with why you're podcasting, what your goal is, and who it's for, and the value you're going to bring them, the faster you're going to grow. Because people will listen to your podcast and won't be confused, even if it's not the podcast for them. I had this debate with my team, right? We're talking about building up this brand. And I here's, here's how crazy my mind is. Once we get goals, because I'm learning so much, right? And I'm, I'm sharing it, but I'm also swallowing my own medicine. Once we get goals, right? I'm like, you know what? I know exactly what we want to do. I know exactly why it's valuable, and I know exactly who we want to do it for. I want to delete all my accounts. I want to delete my Instagram. I want to delete my Twitter. I want to kill the podcast, and I want to start over from zero 
because I am so confident in my ability to build it back up stronger, better, and faster now that we have direction that I don't need anything that I have right now. And they're like, dude, you're crazy. Like, you can't do that. You almost have 3,000 followers on Instagram. You have 2,000 on Twitter. You have 1,800, almost 2,000 on it. You have 5,000 on Periscope. You have da-da-da-da-da. It doesn't matter to me, right? Because I know now the direction that I want to go in, and I know who I'm I'm, I'm speaking to. If I had an audience of 2,000, let's say my 2,000 Twitter followers, let's say out of those 2,000, maybe there's 100 that follow me for what I want to do and the messages that I want to send. Well, I would rather have those 100 followers and that's it than 2,000 casual followers and 100 that are really, really there for me. Does that make sense? So think about that when you start your podcast. Even if you've already started, pivot in the direction that you want to go. You may lose followers. You may lose audience members, but those people were never there for you in the beginning. They were there for the wrong reasons. It was a good relationship, but maybe it was the wrong type of relationship. And so if you know what you want to do with your content, if you know what you want to do with your podcast, make sure that you make the necessary adjustments and have no fear over what the ramifications will be because now you have direction. You know where you're going. And for every 10 followers you lose, there's another 25 followers that will love you and stick with you forever. So do that. I want to read this. Uh, message that I received about podcasting because I think it could help the the group as a whole, the viewership as a whole, and uh, then we'll get out of here. I love, by the way, I love, love, love when people DM me and ask me questions about content, about business, about podcasting, about social media strategy. I love all that stuff because it makes me smarter. Here's what I mean by that. A lot of times when I'm having conversations with people about content, if I know the answer, I may articulate it to them in a different way than I ever have before. Because when I'm communicating with people, I want to customize my communication. I want to make sure that I'm telling you the information you need to hear the best way you need to hear it. And so if I've never talked to you before, I'm going to customize it to you based on what I see, based on the context that I've gathered through our conversation. I'm going to deliver that different. And so that makes me smarter because now I have another way I can deliver that information. Also, if I don't know the answer, which is actually my favorite, my favorite is getting a DM and someone says, how do you do this? And I'm like, huh, it's a good question. I don't know how to do that because now I have to go research. Now I have another area that I can continue to grow and continue to develop and continue to learn more about because I don't know how to do that yet, right? So please, if you see me on social, if you hear this, if you watch this, if you see the clips that I put up, don't be afraid to DM me. My DMs are always open on all platforms, and I want to hear from you. I want to talk about some of this stuff with you because it may be something that I know and I can help out, and I'm always willing to share. It may be some stuff that I don't know, and I can't help you out, and I'll go figure it out. We'll learn together, and it'll be amazing. So, um one question I got asked is, uh, let's see. A uh, lot of messages. It says, hey, uh, uh, if you have time, I would love to get some feedback on my podcast from a fellow content creator. I'm going through your catalog right now, and you've been very consistent. Kudos, man. At what point did you find your rhythm? This is a really, really good question. So first of all, thank you for sending that message. Um, 
Thank you for going back through my catalog, too. That's super interesting. I always cringe a little bit when I hear people say that. Not that I don't want people to go back through the catalog. Please go see the growth. Go see the development. Go see how bad it looked. Episode 23, when I first started doing video, go see how bad it looks. Just go go look at it. Listen to how bad it sounds. Um, but anyway, the, the funny thing about it is that I know that when I first started doing it, I'm kind of doing this, right? I'm weaving in and out. I'm trying to find my pacing and trying to find my quote-unquote rhythm. Here's what I learned about rhythm. Rhythm comes best when you have focus, when you understand your content, you understand the context that you need to add to the conversation because you understand who you're speaking to. But also, it's very hard to find rhythm if you're doing a podcast about nothing. Here's the interesting thing about some of our favorite podcasts. A lot of the people who enjoy me enjoy other people like uh, the, the two Joes, Joe Budden and Joe Rogan. <laughs> Let's talk about Joe Budden and Joe Rogan right now. And the reason why I know this is because I see on my timeline and I'm in Joe Budden podcast group chats. And so I know that you guys watch Joe and watch me and you make your own podcast. And some of you guys are trying to do what Joe pick one, what they're doing. Here are two things that I've observed about the Joe Button podcast and the Joe Rogan podcast. Let's start with Rogan. Rogan has a way of articulating himself that makes him sound ridiculously informed about everything when really he's not. He talks to a lot of interesting people. He does do some research, right, on the things that he's curious about and he's interested in. I think that comes from the, the comedic eye, right, having content to be able to talk about on stage and staying up to current events and finding interesting little things. I think he loves to do that. But he talks to interesting people all day, every day. One of the things that makes his podcast work is that he gets to have a lot of diverse people on his podcast and he's never at a shortage of guests in his Rolodex. And he is completely agnostic about it. He doesn't care if you're white, right-wing political or left-wing political. He doesn't care if people think you're crazy or racist or sexist or homophobic. He doesn't care if people think that you're a horrible person or a great person. He just wants to sit down and have interesting conversation. And he'll challenge you. If he doesn't agree with you, he'll still sit down with you and he'll challenge you. But he has a lot of influence and he has a lot of collaboration to help blow up his podcast and he's been doing it for a lot a lot a lot of years so if you want to build a joe rogan type podcast one it's a a a scary show for me to do because it's built on guests you have to be good at interviewing and you may not be good at interviewing so you have to make sure that you're good at interviewing and then number two you have to have an endless supply of of interesting conversations to have with people Right. People who already have established established fan base and audiences that will bring in other people to watch your content. I don't watch every episode of Joe Rogan podcast, but if I see someone on there that I like, I want to hear them talk to Rogan. I want to hear the questions that Rogan will ask them. So I'll tune in for those people, but I'm not watching every single one. And a lot of people will do your podcast the same way. So check that out. Joe Budden. Let's talk about Joe Budden. This is a super interesting one. The magic of the Joe Button podcast is one of incredible chemistry and one of great strategy and calculation. I feel like Joe Button stumbled into something when he did this podcast. Now, let me explain what I mean, because I don't want it to sound like hate. I don't want any of the hives, the Rory hive, the mall hive, the parks hive, the Joe hive. I don't want any hive problems. Let me explain to you what I mean. 
when Joe started this podcast before Maul was there, when it was him and Marty and Rory and, and, you know, Peter Rosenberg would come in when Joe wasn't around. When he started this podcast, it was a music podcast. It was a hip-hop podcast. If you listen to it today, they reference it almost as a joke. Like, oh, this used to be a music podcast, but now it's more of a pop culture podcast. But it sounds like a podcast about nothing. But I promise you, it's more structured and organized than that. They know who the A, B, and the C mic and the D mic is. Right. Meaning that if they if they're going to kick off a story, if they're going to do a lead in, who should take that story first? Who's going to do the majority of the talking? Who's going to set things up for the other players on the court? They use the basketball reference a lot. They know what stories they should lead with, what stories they should save until later. They always casually talk about this list, but they really have a list and they really know what their A story is. Okay, this is our leading story. This is a story that we're going to get everything popping on. We're going to start on this story to make sure that people are excited, they're interested, their strategy behind how they do the cover art, their strategy behind everything that they're doing, and they do it so well that it makes it look like there's just four dudes in an apartment somewhere in a store you're talking. That's amazing. But don't think for a second that you... And your buddy who you think is funny or your roommate or your cousin or your sister can just sit down and talk to each other. And it's going to be the Joe Button podcast. That is not at all how it works. If you want to see how it works, go back to the early episodes. Go go back to uh, they're on a 300 episode something now, 320 something. Go back to a 30 something episode and listen to them trying to figure it out. Go back to the 60s episodes when they introduced some of your favorite segments, like the sleeper segment. That wasn't always the thing with the podcast. It evolved over time. And so don't be afraid to allow your ideas to evolve over time. Well, I think that's good, right? I think we gave you guys enough information that if you're considering starting a podcast, if you're trying to decide to pod or not to pod, I can't answer that question for you, but if you do decide to do a podcast, those are the things that you can consider. You should consider who, what your goal is, who your audience is, why they will listen to you, what is your value proposition, what you want to get out of it. Hey, maybe your podcast, this is a great, this is a great idea for a podcast. As a matter of fact, this is the best idea for a podcast I have ever had and I've ever heard of. Listen to this. Maybe you want to start your podcast with your sister just so you can spend more time with her because you miss her. That's an amazing reason to start a podcast. Then nothing else I said matters. You know what your goal is. It's not to become rich. It's not to become famous. It's not to become uh, the, the highest paid tour in the world. It's not any of that. You just want to spend more time with your sister. Do a podcast and do it for that reason. Let's say that podcast is a part of your therapy, and that's the way that you talk it out, right? You want to make sure that you get it out of your system and talking about it and sharing it with the world helps you release it more. Do that podcast and never look at the listeners. Never look at the numbers. Never look at the metrics. Just do that podcast. You need to do that podcast. That's the best podcast you could ever, ever do. Maybe you're like me and maybe you need to teach people in order to learn it better and faster. Do that podcast and let that be your goal and identify the people you want to teach and identify what they're going to receive from it. And do that podcast. But whatever you do, make sure you do it because you want to do it. You know what your goals are. You're going to do it like you. You're not going to try to do, you know, 
your version of the Joe Budden podcast or, you know, you don't want to be an imitator. Be the people's champ the way you want to be the people's champ, right? Shout out to Muhammad Ali and do it that way and don't worry about anything else, all right? I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening and watching the Amal Word Show. I'll see you guys next time.